good to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on, get a hold of us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram. You can watch the show on uh, Facebook, Facebook Live. Uh, go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. You can subscribe for free on both YouTube and on Twitch TV. On YouTube and on Twitch, just go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on Twitch. You can find us there. Email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And you can download and listen to the app every damn day and everywhere we go. Uh, that's W-O-Z-N, the zone out of Madison. Uh, and then don't forget, after the fact, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, anywhere you consume your uh, online listening. You can track us there as well. So good, good stuff. Uh, this is from June. June says, uh, hey, Bill, when are you coming to uh, Point Brewing? June, this Wednesday. Going to be there this Wednesday. Looking forward to that. Uh, we've never uh, done a broadcast at all in Stevens Point, as a matter of fact. So we're looking forward to it. Here's something else. And uh, I've had a lot of questions about the huddles this year. And one thing we're contemplating, and I'm going to get into this, and, and if you're part of our affiliate crew, uh, listen up, but I think what we might do is we've got uh, 12 affiliates or 13 or 14 affiliates. I can't remember how many we got. But we might open it up to uh, the affiliates and to, you know, places in the area of the affiliate. So uh, we're kind of putting this together, and hopefully it's done and, and kind of out there in the next week or so. But we don't – the huddles, for the most part, have always been in the Milwaukee area. And what we would like to do is do huddles in the area all around the state. So what we're thinking is that uh, we might put it up to each affiliate, uh, and each affiliate you pick the uh, the location, or maybe have your listeners pick the location in your area, and then we'll try to do a huddle show uh, there. We'll come and do our show, you know, probably from whatever studio uh, we can. And then in addition to that, we'll try to do it from some of the huddle locations that you pick uh, since we can kind of move around this year, which I'm looking forward to. Haven't got all the details wired out yet uh, because the schedule is so goofy, but uh, but we'd like to do that. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind. And we should be sending an email out to many of our affiliates coming up here uh, shortly. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Uh, I would love to love to hear. Open the phone lines up today. We covered so much today already. We've covered everything from the Brewers and the weekend that was and getting the sweep over the Pirates uh, and Diamondbacks who lead the West coming to town. And uh, you got Cincinnati a half game back. And uh, this is from John. John says, uh, hey, unit, you're right. The more you talk about big spending in baseball, you look at some of the minor teams that aren't spending nearly as much, and they're right there, the Reds now being one of them. And I, that's just it. When you look at the teams that were spending the most money in Major League Baseball, you're right. The most money in Major League Baseball, as we were talking about last weekend, uh, when it started the season and where all the contracts were and what the total team expenditures were. Um, total team payroll, I mean, you look at it, the Mets, they're, they're foundering poorly. They're not in first place. The Yankees are second. Mets spent $344 million, Yankees $279 million, Padres $246 million, Phillies $243 million, Dodgers $228 million, Angels $216 million, Blue Jays $212 million, 
the top seven teams in baseball aren't winning their division right now. Now, second half of the season, many things can go in, in a different direction. But early on, nah, baby, nah. In the meantime, you've got Baltimore that's been very competitive, and they have the second lowest payroll in all of baseball. Pittsburgh has been competitive. Tampa Bay leads their division at 27th. The Reds, only a half game behind the Brewers, at 25th. Uh, you got the Miami Marlins, who've been battling in the East, and they've been decent at $97 million. The Diamondbacks leading the West at $114 million, and the Brewers leading the Central at $121 million. And the Central in the American League, $153 million for the Minnesota Twins. So, like I've said before and I'll say it again, it's not all the time the amount of money you spend or the amount of talent you have. It's, it's the people you bring up. It's the talent you find. So, I get it. Um, but a lot of baseball left to be played. But at least right now, the early indicators are that it's just about the 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 productivity and not necessarily about the money that you spend. It's nice if a player goes down and you can go out and buy another player, like the big big teams can. But man, if you're the Mets, man, what are you what are you thinking right now? Oof. You spent a ton of money, and you're not getting anything in return. Uh, some other news out of the NBA. Draymond Green, he declined his $27.6 million player option for next season. And um, he wants to become an unrestricted free agent. He wants to be courted. So if he leaves Golden State, will Golden State be better or worse because of the distraction of Draymond Green not being there anymore? And what team picks him up and takes on – all that Draymond Green is. He can be a, a tenacious player, a tenacious rebounder. He can be an intimidating factor. He can be the badass that teams need. But he can also become a tremendous distraction, unbelievably selfish. Doesn't And it's shown at times he not only doesn't give a damn about others, he doesn't give a damn about his own team and about what happens to him. And he brings it on himself. So, we'll see if Draymond Green lands anywhere else outside of uh, Golden State. But uh, $27.6 million he turned down in thinking that he's going to get more on the open market. Uh, just some of the news and notes. We talked about Bob Huggins uh, stepping down. We talked about the U.S. Open and such and what they have going on, and obviously with Wyndham Clark winning the U.S. Open, 10 under after Ricky Fowler <laughs> choked it all away. Got into that discussion today as well. Uh, Rick says, uh, does the affiliate have to pay you an appearance fee uh, to do the huddle in their area? WSQ has a beer budget. Uh, the only thing we ask is that, uh, because it's going to require an overnight, is that they take care of the hotel stay for one night. Otherwise, no. That's it. So, you know, no, it's they, they, they know how to kind of work those things out. Just we need uh, just here, here's the reason why. Logistically, we can't do the show here and then get to, say, Rice Lake or get to Wausau or get to Marshfield and get set up and ready to go for the show in a reasonable amount of time. 
So it will require us to stay on, say, a Tuesday night, do the show there on Wednesday morning and then Wednesday night. And uh, then we then after that show, we then come back to uh, the Milwaukee area and we go from there. So 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, do it. Um, this was from Jake. Jake says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, did you see the video of the young Red Sox fan throwing the ball back after it was handed to him and then his brother screaming and crying? Um, you always say, hand the ball to a kid. Um, I, that was, that was a game. Was it last night or over the weekend? But the Red Sox Yankees, I believe, I believe I saw it. And, uh, it's where the dad's sitting in the middle of him and he's holding the kid, the one kid with his, with his head on his shoulder and the kid's screaming and crying and angry at his brother for throwing the ball back. And the brother's like, I, I don't care. I don't want it. Um, yeah, you know what though? That's few and far between. That really is. It's few and far between. I, I mean, I, to, to be honest with you, I don't know what kind of reaction you're looking for out of me, but I've always said, look, if you're not going to keep it, give it to a kid. It's it, to me, the whole tradition of throwing the ball back on the field after a home run is stupid. Uh, it, it's, it's a Chicago thing. And if anything, we don't want to be Chicago. So turn around and give it to a kid. If it's not a home run from from your team, that's okay. Turn around and give it to a kid. It's still a game-used ball in a Major League Baseball game, and they'd be thrilled to have it. So I, I, I'm always going to stand by that. Always going to stand by that. Uh, this, one, this one's from Dwayne. Dwayne says, I know it's not game time conditions, but any word on how our new kicker's leg is from Mike Clemens? Uh, it is... It's put it this way, it's it's so decent that we haven't heard anything about it. Does that make sense? It's so decent that we haven't heard anything about it. Am I gonna say it's great? I have no idea. Don't know. The fact that we're not talking about it is good news. Kickers only get coverage when they're bad. You know? I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Kickers only get talked about when they're missing kicks. You know, the only uh, unless, of course, unless you've got a kicker that's hitting 40 to 50-plus yarders for game winners. Then we talk about them, right? But beyond that, no. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, 877-867-1670. He said, uh, Wes Hockowitz went on and on about Andrews Carlson. That's great. I'll tell you this though. Um, I, and I get it. I respect Wes and everybody, but when you work for the team, I take everything you say with a grain of salt, especially in green Bay. You don't get much negativity. You don't get the truth on negativity when it comes from the team. The team has all teams. It's not just the Packers, but all teams have become their own PR people. Nothing is negative. Nothing to see here. Nothing bad. You know, everything's good. Ticket sales, jersey sales, event sales, all that. They they don't. You know, they 
and I understand it. It's their product. But there's, there is something to be said for trust in journalism. And it's how many – Bob Euchre could be critical of the Brewers and chooses not to be, okay? Um, you can tell when Wayne and Larry are not having a good day when it comes to certain play on the field. You know, they're, they're somewhat honest about it. They're not overly honest about it, you know. But there's someone, and I appreciate that. There's enough swagger there. There's enough cachet there that they can be honest, and you can somewhat trust that broadcast. Okay, more so than most. But I, I've listened to a, a, as much, and when you travel around as much as I do, and I've got Sirius XM, so I listen to baseball games, I listen to football games, and such. When you listen to a team that's not playing well. And the broadcasters are talking about, you know, oh, in this series, he went three for three and had 12 RBIs. But this guy mired, mired in a one for 40 slump, isn't playing ball worth a damn. And they're talking about the day he went three for three. You know, that broadcast has been just, you know, gonads tied by the team. They are so petrified of saying anything negative because the team will come down on them. And teams i get it that's your product but you also take away a lot of integrity so i you know i appreciate those guys for what they do because they do ask some very compelling questions but when i when i get fluff pieces all the time from teams and i don't get anything real you know i mean the brewers are mired in like a really bad slump right and you're getting Christian Yelich sticking his head out of the window of whatever it was, a Culver's or whatever the hell, you know. I I don't want to hear that crap. It's nice. It's it's feel-good pieces, but that's all it is. It has not a damn thing to do with what's going on in the field, and that's what you're being paid $29 million to do. So tell me about why the team is so bad or tell me about how the team is going to get better. Go go ahead and McNuggets to somebody else. I don't, get, I don't give two dams about it. 877-867-1670. There are good human interest stories. Don't get me wrong. You know, and God knows we talk a lot about a lot of them on this program, but we also pretty much analyze everything as well. You know, Mike Clemens will find the most interesting, most intriguing stories about people. And it's awesome. But also, we're real. There has to be that. 877 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 1670. Stick around. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming up and it's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. Get up, get out, get over here. Go. It's the Grand Slam giveaway at Pottawatomie. This June, play with your club card and you'll have four chances to hit big and slide into home with a share of the show-stopping $400,000 in cash and prizes. 50 winners each Thursday. Step up and knock your luck out of the park. Only at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. More info at paysbig.com slash Grand Slam. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Whoa! 
Welcome back. They continue uh, to work on and uh, hopefully finish uh, before the end of the year the new sports book down at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. I can't wait to see it. Looking forward to it. But in the meantime, bingo is open. The Dream Dance Steakhouse is open. Ryu is open. And uh, so many good things down there, including the hotel. And, again, Pottawatomie Hotel Casino for all the information, reservations, parties, things that are going on, events, go to PaysBig.com, PaysBig.com. And they are a proud supporter and they're going to be dealing the cards at the end of our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. And they're they're a huge supporter uh, of uh, Fisher House, Wisconsin. So thanks to our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. And uh, just, you know, every time you go down there, you just say, hey, thanks for supporting our, our military members, our veterans and their families because they – they care, and they came to us, which is so cool. They said, hey, we'd love to be a part of this, and that's that's the best part about it. So thanks to our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, Milwaukee, and we certainly appreciate their participation that last year, this year, and a continuing support here on. Um, Bill Huber, uh, he's uh, be, be back with us tomorrow. Tomorrow. Bill Huber's going to be back tomorrow. So um, I am, uh, you know, apologize for that. A uh, little bit of a scheduling mix-up, but Bill, Bill's going to be joining us tomorrow. So he and I chatted here during the during the break. So we'll get him on tomorrow. Um, let's see here. Uh, this is from Jake, who says, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I listen to a lot of broadcasts. Nobody wants to criticize their team. You can tell when they're upset, but they'll never come out and say what the problems actually are. I, you know, I... Uh, and that's always been a bugaboo I, it, because you got to walk a fine line. And I understand that. I go back to, uh, and again, I kind of bring up my own childhood, but, you know, going uh, growing up and listening to a guy like Marty Brenneman for years and years and years, uh, Jack Buck was the same way, you know. Um, and I would hear him on KMOX out of St. Louis. You know, and some of these broadcasters, they would tell you like it was. Um they wouldn't pull punches. If something was garbage, they'd tell you it was garbage. And and that – because fans aren't stupid. And when you don't – when you're not honest in a broadcast about things and fans know it, it – fans look at you like you're trying to lie to them. Now, they may enjoy your stories and they may enjoy your – your frivolity and stuff and delivery, but it, you know, the, the trustworthy factor in all of it, you know, like with Euchre years ago, you, you could always tell, you know, if he, you know, the old adage was when, when years ago, back when I worked for the flagship, you know, it was always, he just walked the pitcher and you could tell that was as critical as he was ever going to get ever going to get, but you got it. You understood that. Um, but nowadays oh my god it's they they will take a statistic to create a positive and it's like don't look at the turd that's in front of you here's the nice shiny thing over here and it's 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 terrible it's it's almost demeaning in some way shape or form to to be able to 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 listen and hear some of that stuff when things are bad and i'm not saying it's here in our own backyard i'm just saying in general you know it's just it's just bad uh, Rick says, listen to Paul Allen. He's going to tell you his displeasure. Oh, yeah. Paul <laughs> Paul has expressed displeasure at times. Absolutely. You know, say what you want, but I agree. He, he'll, he'll tell you. It's, you know, you don't need to look any further than the, 
you know, the Brett Favre errant pass in that NFC championship game <laughs> to, to find out how Paul thinks. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, this is, uh, who's this? Um, David says, I'm always skeptical, uh, when I hear Wayne Larrabee and he's well-respected. Um, yeah, but Wayne will tell you, Wayne, Wayne will not come out and like dump just a dump, you know? Uh, but Wayne will tell you when things aren't right. You'll know it between him and Larry. Larry works for the, I mean, they both work for the team technically, but Larry works more as an ambassador for the team other than just the broadcast. So, but you'll hear it. That's why you respect that broadcast more. Because you'll, you'll hear that. Um, Parker, Parker says, oh, my God, some of the worst broadcasters are in Chicago. No, no, I, 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 if you're talking about the Cubs, no, I disagree with that. Cubs broadcast, no, I, I really enjoy. Um. I, I would disagree with that. No, maybe not. Uh, what else do we have here for you? Let's see here. Uh, oh, he's talking about the Cubs broadcast on the Marquee Network. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I. You know what? I don't get the Marquee Network, so I couldn't tell you. Don't know. But, I mean, like, Pat Hughes is... He doesn't go out of his way to dump, but Pat Hughes will tell you how it is. Pat Hughes, put it this way: Pat Hughes is is got enough cachet where he can say things. He can say things. Pat Hughes, Coomer, same way. Coomer's Coom, Coom Dog is always going to be to the positive, but will still tell you when something's effed up, right? Uh, I, I, between Pat, Pat Hughes and him, I, I think they're both fantastic. I think they're both fantastic. I don't get a chance. I, what is it? Jim Deshays and, and I don't know who the other guy is. Um, I, I, I don't know them. I, Len Casper, uh, Len was play by play. Len gave you the game. It was up to the Bob Brenly when they worked together. It was up to Bob to give you the criticism. Just like it's it's up to Bill Schroeder to give you the criticism, you know. Bill doesn't come out and be overly credit, uh, critical, but he'll tell you, yeah, that's not a good play, or the, you know, he. But he's not going to go out of his way to beat up on somebody. And I've heard Bill say numerous times that can't happen. You know, play at second base, cutoff guy or a throw missing a cutoff man, allowing a runner to go from first to second, and so instead of having him at the corners, you've got him at second and third now where you lose your ability for a force out, and he'll, he'll say that can't happen, you know. I mean, that, that's, that, that's a criticism of the team's play or of a, a – it's not an error, okay. It doesn't go down in the books as an error, but it goes down in the books as, you know, in the unofficial books as something that, that, that can't happen. So Bill, Bill, Bill Schroeder's been critical in that area before. I appreciate that. Uh, what else do we have here for you? Boy, a lot of stuff today. Um. Yeah, our buddy Austin says the TV broadcast not great, but the radio for uh, the Cubs is phenomenal. Yeah, Pat Hughes and and Coom Dog, they're good. 
Then again, they've also been together for a long time, but they're really good. No doubt. Um, what else do we have here for you? <laughs> what is this? Packing flamingos. Okay. Some weirdness going on over in the, uh, the live stream, but okay. Uh, Camilla says, uh, hey, guys, a great discussion when it comes to broadcasters. Are there national broadcasters you like more or less? Uh, I have a bias, but I think one of the best radio or television guys, two of them, and they're right here in our own backyard, and that one is Kevin Harlan and the other one is Brian Anderson. Both of them are impeccable. Really good. They give you the game. They allow the uh, the commentator their moments. Um, they call a very vivid game, and it's awesome. That's awesome. I think one of the best in the business is also Matt LaPay here in our own backyard. Uh, Aaron Sims is really good. Aaron Sims doesn't have time. Hockey's so fast. He doesn't have time to be critical. So if you listen to a, an Admirals game, I think Aaron Sims is awesome. But those two guys, Brian Anderson and, uh, and, and Kevin Harlan, I think are probably some of the best by far. Um, you don't hear, you know, other than the contentiousness between Jim Nance and Tony Romo, that has really become more evident this past year. Not a big fan, you know. Um, Gus Johnson, I'm not a fan of. I know some people love Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson has become nothing more than a hype machine. And he's read his own press clippings and didn't like him when he was with the Bucks. Still don't like him now. So I, I'm not, not a fan. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who else uh, off the top of my head that I can sit here and go, oh, I, I can't wait to listen to. You know? Um, the ESPN broadcasts are average. Uh, they have gone steadily downhill. I like their Sunday night baseball broadcasts. Um, but I, I'm not a fan of putting so many voices in the booth. It, it just doesn't doesn't work well with me. I don't know why it just doesn't, but anyway, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, got a couple of segments left to go. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming up and it's coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. Can you smell it? Fresh cut green grass, a spring rain, and how about the soft wafting smoke coming from your grill? Now, isn't that the perfect picture? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me add one more thing. A filet, a New York strip, a thick cut pork chop, or how about a tomahawk ribeye? Now that's a picture. Schulze Family Beef, they can help you paint your warm weather masterpiece. Schulze can have all of that and a whole lot more delivered right to your doorstep. And all you have to do is go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That's S-C-H-O-L-Z-E FamilyBeef.com. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show continuing on. And a reminder again, uh, coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, our motorcycle ride benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. Please 
If you haven't already, get uh, pre-registered. You want to be pre-registered to be able to be to be eligible to win one of the three prize packages. That's the only way to win those, to even be eligible to win those. Uh, but the ride itself, we've got some prizes. They've got a big screen TV and uh, a beer for a year and a couple other really cool packages they're putting together. I know that uh, Road America is putting together a race package for next season and such and some tickets. So we got all of that coming up. But, uh, yeah, make sure you uh, get involved in the motorcycle ride and pre-registered because of the prizes for pre-registration are really, really cool. Uh, 877-867-1670, Um A couple of different things. Uh, first and foremost, I know the uh, MLB power rankings are out. Uh, the, uh, which, you know, again, they come out every Monday from many different entities. The Tampa Bay Rays are still number one. The Braves are number two. You looked at the, uh, like the Orioles, you go to CBS, the Orioles, who the Brewers played well against. Orioles, number four. You got the Arizona Diamondbacks who are in town now, number five. So Brewers have beaten some decent teams. I do find it interesting. The Reds are now at 16. The Brewers are now at 19. The Reds obviously being on a win streak. The Brewers coming out of the weekend with three games over the Pirates. From uh, June 30th to July 16th, the Brewers only play the Pirates three times, the Cubs four times, and the Reds six times. So, a lot of games within the division where the Brewers can either make some hay or just kind of hang tight until more of the cavalry shows up. But if it goes horrifically wrong, oof, the Brewers can find themselves way on the outside looking in. The Pirates have fallen down to 22nd. They have fallen six spots. The Cubs, uh, Morrell hit his 13th homer of the season yesterday. It was uh, his 31st games, uh, 31st game, and the other Cubs to hit uh, 13 homers in their first 31 games. Uh, Gabby Harnett, uh, Hank Sauer, Sammy Sosa, all three were MVPs. There are certainly some other players ahead of him on the priority list, but I'd love to see Morrell in the home run derby, who is hitting with all kinds of power. You've got India with the Reds right now playing really well, and De La Cruz also playing well. So some of the young up-and-coming talent in the National League Central starting to emerge. We know that. Cardinals, by the way, ranked 24th, 24th in Major League Baseball. Speaking of uh, spending a lot of money and not getting much for it, the New York Mets at $344 million in payroll come in at a whopping 25th, 25th. Then the A's and the Royals battling out the bottom spot in, uh, in baseball. But the Brewers are... Uh, below the uh, the 50 percentile, they are 19th right now as far as the uh, power rankings go. The Reds are ahead of them out of the National League Central. So there you go. Tampa Bay Rays, one of the lower payrolls in baseball. They split a series with Oakland and lost two or three in San Diego. That's easily their worst week of the season factoring in uh, the uh, competition. Still, the Rangers faltered a bit and not to prepare to move the Braves ahead of the Rays. Uh, the Rays, funny how, you know, uh, kind of a, uh, you know, staggered hitters uh, getting, uh, you know, absurdly hot at the right time in the season, how you can avoid losing streaks and such because it generally ho- helps the offense stay out of the prolonged slumps 
uh, and that's the Braves. The Braves right now, uh, the latest group of hitters on, uh, you know, a heater includes Eddie Rosario and Michael Harris the second. Those two guys playing extremely well, and the Braves second in power rankings and uh, 46 and 26 on the season. 46 and 26 on the season out of MLB. So there you go. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Uh, this, is from, uh, this is from Ryan. Ryan says, do you think Dr- Draymond Green would consider coming to the Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, only if they want to pay him. They're not going to pay him. He opted out of a with $26, $27 million contract. 27.6, I think, is what it is. He opted out of that. So, I mean, he's obviously looking for more. He would be the the nasty ass that this team would then need, that P.J. Tucker junkyard dog, but that was what Crowder was supposed to be, right? Crowder never matured. Well, then again, I don't know if they used Crowder enough to make him that guy, but remember when Jay Crowder got traded here? His first game, gets an ovation, crowd goes crazy, plays pretty well, and then after that it was just like it just dwindled and he found his way into anonymity come the postseason. Just Bud didn't want to play him. Now, don't get me wrong, it wasn't like he was lighting it up, but his minutes, he just they, they could never find a spot for him. It was like he was just afraid to use him to mess up the rotation. But Draymond Green, I, I don't want Draymond Green here. P.J. Tucker was an inclusive guy. P.J. Tucker was a guy that did the – he was Scotty Williams. He did the dirty work, loved his teammates. Draymond Green loves Draymond Green. He doesn't give two dams about anybody else. You know, and I just – I don't know if that would be the best guy to bring. Okay, first of all, you'd have to pay him. I don't think right now that you're going to sit here with management and they're going to say, you know what, we're going to give you $60 million bucks because, you know, if you go $30 million over, you're, you know, paying quite a penny almost on the dollar, uh, almost dollar for dollar for what the contract is over that amount of the salary, um, you know, the luxury tax, we'll call it. I don't want to call it a salary cap, but the luxury tax. So I don't think they want to move in that direction. I don't think they want to go there. 877-867-1670. I just, I, I wouldn't be a fan of Draymond Green coming here. Um. Oh, yeah, Rick said, uh, don't forget, when you're talking about broadcasters, one of the guys that had enough uh, cachet was uh, Vin Scully. Vin Scully did baseball extremely well. And Vin Scully had his way to tell you kind of you know how it was, so to speak. You bet. Um, Joe Buck. Joe Buck does baseball. I think, look, I think Joe Buck is good. I know people don't like him. For whatever reason, they say he's anti-Packers and anti-Brewers and Joe Buck is hated everywhere. And, you know, I I, I think Joe Buck is a, a good broadcaster. Uh, you know, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll say this. I did, and it wasn't in, I don't think it was Twitter was around at that point, but I did the uh, the Brewers broadcast. Yuke uh, had taken some time and he was getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. And, and Wayne Larrabee and I did the Brewers broadcast for a uh, a series or uh, for a uh, road trip and it's you know you get it, it's like 50 50 man first of all anybody replacing Jim and Bob at the time was not going to be welcome so I understood that going in but 
you get people that just love you and think that, you know, hey, this was a good call and, and this is, you know, great painting the picture. And then there's others just, just I mean, just think you suck, you know. And, it, and you you always want to know why because you want to get critiqued. You, you like honest critique, you know. And it was just a, a myriad of stuff. So I think it's just to what your liking is, to be honest with you. Um, 877-867-1670, uh, let's, what else do we have here for you? Got a couple other things before we get out of here today. Uh, yes, I know we just got done talking about the Draymond Green. I don't think Draymond's going to end up in Milwaukee. So I, it's, it's like anybody with a name that ever comes on the open market, they've got to end up in our state, right? It's like anybody with a name, we got to get them. You got to be in a, and you'd love to see, don't get me wrong. You'd love to see your team kicking tires on all players on everybody that's good. But I just I don't think that's going to happen. Just an FYI. Uh, by the way, Wyndham Clark just an F uh, just another FYI. He moved up to thirteenth, thirteenth in the world after the U.S. Open victory. So, thought I'd throw that out there too. That that stat came across today. I saw that a little earlier. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. We got a lot to get to. Final segment of the program coming up. Brewers coming up tonight. Arizona coming to town. Can the Brewers keep up the win streak? And, uh, yeah, we still have some Packers stuff going on this uh, this day as well. So hang in there. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show, even though it's the final segment of the day. Coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. you hey a couple of pieces uh, of news and notes before we get out of here today uh wisconsin's own jj watt uh, weighing right now what they call multiple offers to become a tv analyst and uh, it looks like cbs might be the favorite right now uh, apparently it would be a part-time role but nbc and the nfl network have also expressed interest CBS would be adding Watt to the current lineup of analysts instead of having him replace someone else, which allows uh, him to have, you know, what uh, they describe as, you know, the elastic deadline to figure out if he wants to do it or doesn't want to do it, what have you. But uh, he's not going to be going in and replacing anybody. It's kind of like when they did with Gronk. Gronk on Fox. Gronk came in. You still had all the, the regular guys that were there, and Gronk would do some guest appearance stuff. It's kind of like that with, with uh, J.J., 
So J.J. Watt right now weighing multiple offers to become a TV analyst uh, for uh, most likely CBS, they say, but we'll wait and see where he ends up. And then, kind of an interesting note out of St. Louis, uh, remember David Freeze. David Freeze, um, the 2011 World Series MVP, he uh, pulled his candidacy for the, the um, Hall of Fame for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. The fans voted him in, and he he's declined. And he, it's nothing – it's not like he dislikes the organization. He loves the organization. He just said that um, this is something that I've given an extreme amount of thought to, humbly, even before the voting process began. I am aware of the impact I had helping the team bring great memories to the city I grew up in, including the 11th championship. But this honor means more to me. Now, he grew up in St. Louis and spent his first five seasons of his 11-year career with the Cardinals. And, uh, you know, obviously an all-star appearance in 2012. And he's best known for the heroics. And, uh, you know, God, you go back to, what, game six in 2011. They were down 3-2 to two in the series. Um, it was the last strike, the strike in the ninth inning. He, uh, he ended up tying the game. He had a two-run triple. And tied the game and then uh, won the game in the 11th with a walk-off home run. And then the Cardinals went on to win game seven. And Freeze was named the MVP. But uh, he had kind of a troubled past. And he was kind of one of those. He said, I was depressed. Uh, I was always depressed. I never tried to hurt myself, but I just didn't care about life. I don't care about what happened to me. I was almost to the point that said, if it's my time, so be it. He goes on and on, but basically because of the struggles, he said, you know, he thanked the city and thanked the organization for always having his back, but just said that just to be the Hall of Fame, he's like, I don't, I didn't do anything to deserve to be there. I helped the team win a, a championship, but it wasn't like he had these, you know, glowing numbers for an extended period of time in his career. He's, he was just, he kind of looks at it as I helped him in a moment. I don't deserve to be in a Hall of Fame for helping in a moment. Uh, a Hall of Fame's for a long, sustained career of astronomical numbers and, and astronomical play. And I, I respect the hell out of him for that. I mean, we talk about it all the time, how many people deserve to be yeah. in a Hall of Fame. And when it's your team's Hall of Fame, they lower the standard for popularity. That's it. So people get all jazzed up about the Hall of Fame. I, I, I think a Hall of Fame means that you had – and over and above career of whatever the average of the norm would have been, not just because you had a big part in a big moment. And we get too caught up in the here and the now, and what have you done for me lately? And rather than the sustained period of time of a career, and, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I respect the hell out of him for that. He just said, look, I, it means more to me than just a moment in time. He's always going to have a World Series ring, and he's still going to be part of the organization. He says, I'm sorry I put the fans through for, through this for voting for me, but I think the Hall of Fame means more. And so there you go. Taking a little bit of a stand. You know, taking a little bit of a stand. And then last but not least, Tom Watson has now spoken out and demands, demands, he penned a letter to the PGA demanding Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour and their policy board uh, demanding 
I'll look into all of this in the uh, into uh, the what he calls the hypocrisy of selling out to live and taking the Saudis' money after the tour ran into financial trouble. You know, it, it just he said this is this is awful. Monaghan, by the way, has uh, stepped aside, calling it health issues, recovering from an undisclosed medical situation. But isn't it convenient that he bails right after he makes the announcement? So the uh, the, the the greats of the great, Tom Watson, Jack Nicholas, and company. Uh, he said, first, I wish Jay Monahan a complete and speedy recovery. I respect the leadership. He goes on, uh, on to say, unfortunately, in the wake of the recent news, I also understand the cries of hypocrisy. He's a smart man. I know Jay does, too. But in my opinion, the communication has been mishandled, and the process by which the tour agreed on a proposed partnership with the PIF was executed without due process. And as a group of players and stakeholders who represent the face of the brand of the tour, what are our choices? And goes on from there. And not happy about the direction the PGA has gone in regards to all of this. So, yeah, it's uh, even Tom Watson speaking out. Uh, tomorrow, Bill Huber is going to join us on the program. So we'll talk to him then. And uh, we will uh, pick up his brain and talk about it, discuss it, break it down, the uh, Green Bay Packers offseason workouts, and get his thoughts moving forward. So that's coming up tomorrow on the program. We'll also talk about the Brewers and the Diamondbacks, game one. Hopefully the Brewers can keep the winning up, see what happens there, see if Cincinnati loses, and that win streak comes to an end. So we'll get into all of that, all of that. Good stuff today for a Monday. Really good chatting with you. Going to go ahead and get out of here. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Until we talk again in 20 hours, time for us to go. Have a good one. See you.